Next on BYU Sports Nation, NFL Draft Week. Where do you want to see Jamal Williams be drafted and why? We'll talk to the queen of swag, Nicole Williams, and find out what NFL team she wants Jamal to get drafted to. Mm, Plus, men's volleyball gets into the NCAA tourney, and Alex White of the WCC champion women's golf team brings the trophy home to Studio B. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. It's time for sports, people. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It's Monday, April 24th. I'm Jerem Jordan. Spencer Linton is hitting the links for a few days. So for three days this week, I'm joined by hoodie consultant, Brian Logan. Welcome hey, back, yeah. man. I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. I'm excited. I didn't even know. It didn't even feel like a Monday because that's how I'm ex- excited I am. Yeah. You know, to be it's here. It's a good Monday. And just, just like to do something with my life, you know, just bored at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one reason to be at work, I guess, here today. We had a great time Saturday at the Fan Fest in Las Vegas. It was awesome. If you've not been to a Fan Fest, I highly encourage going to one of these for BYU. In fact, there are three more this summer, May 6th in Houston. May 16th in Farmington, Utah, and then June 3rd in Corona, California. It was awesome. Thousands of fans showed up. It was fun to meet and greet with uh, people who watch the show. Thank you for watching, listening, which is awesome. It was, we had a great guest lineup. It was awesome. Yeah. Luckily, luckily, we have uh, people who care about us, and they put a canopy over us. Yeah. Because yeah, it was like you... 88 degrees in the sun there. Yeah, you, you kind of came back looking like a... Like a little pink Starburst. I know. You know? <laughs> I put a, little, put a little powder on that puppy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. So that was that was a ton of fun, and uh, yeah, we look we look forward to uh, you know what what BYU athletics does with that each summer, which is super cool. Not everyone can go out and do this. I was going to ask you that question. You know, what other programs in the nation are doing something like this? That, I don't, that, that, I don't that, know. That's not like a strong emphasis with with recruiting behind it, right? Because that's that's kind of like the end all when you. When teams go and, and travel around, it's like, yeah, let, how can we turn this into like a recruiting tool that's just strict, straight up, you know, I'm here for this recruit rather than like, yes. no, I'm here for the fans, for the family, like go have popcorn. It serves a lot of purposes. And there were 20-something recruits that showed up, by the way, to that. Ooh, nice. And there was one kid who verbally committed. So there you th- go. that's awesome. That's yeah. good stuff. So uh, show up to the Fan Fest if you have a chance. We had a ton of fun. We appreciate everyone involved uh, and working hard to make that happen. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headline. Listen to this. BYU baseball took two of three from 26th-ranked San Diego over the weekend. Nice. Awesome. The Cougars came back late to win both games, 9-8 Friday in 10 innings, 12-8 Saturday, despite being up 6 to nothing. Mm. On the show Saturday, BYU was up 6 to nothing, and I said no lead is safe. <laughs> San Diego then scored eight straight. Then BYU scored six straight, so pretty awesome. The Cougars knocked San Diego out of first place in the conference and did something unprecedented in school history, which is our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU baseball won its first series at San Diego in school history. Awesome. Friday night was the first win ever, and then Saturday they won the series. So how about, how about the Batcats, by the way? They are playing good baseball right now. Third place in the WCC uh, just because they haven't played the same amount of games as the top two teams in the league. But BYU baseball is rocking it right now. It's, it's exciting, man. I mean, I, I went to my first – no, my second game. But it was my first game 
um, with my my youngest Arlo, who's 16 months. The good dinosaur. And, yeah, the, like yeah, just like the good dinosaur. Go see that see that movie. If you haven't uh, get get prepared with some tissues because you will be boohooing. Um, or but, the free environment. <laughs> but I mean, I I mean it, it was it, it got it got me off of, of my butt and and out into the stadium. And that's I've what been we've here been trying to do for a while. For a while, man. I mean, I've been here since '09 <laughs> and only two two games. Right. Uh, the first one was while I was playing, obviously. Uh, trying to get that experience, but but to, to hear the buzz and, and and watch certain games and see the scores, I mean it was fun, man. My my son, my little son had fun, ate a whole bunch of popcorn, but yeah, man. Go if you guys haven't went out there, I mean, go out and support the team. Absolutely, it's a, it's a, it's a good time. And they're coming back home. They play uh, San Francisco Thursday and Friday you can, uh, and Saturday. You can watch Thursday and Fridays live on BYU TV. That's right. The men's volleyball team got into the NCAA tournament. And the final at-large berth is given to BYU. An upset loss to Hawaii in the MPSF semifinals had the Cougars a little nervous, but they entered the week with the nation's top RPI and earned this coveted at-large selection. The Cougars are 24-4, and tied for the MPSF title. Lost to Hawaii uh, in the semifinals. The Cougars are a three-seed and will play six-seed Barton the Cougars. Cool. The conference <laughs> Carolinas champion next Tuesday, May second, which is my birthday, in Columbus, Ohio. Nice non-subtle drop there. Congratulations <laughs> to BYU yet again. Another NCAA tournament. The the dude said the Cougars were a little nervous. I was not nervous. BYU was in. The mm. only nervous thing would have been if Ohio State didn't win their league. Yeah. Then Hawaii would have been out because they were the four seed. So congrats to BYU. That's not this week. That's next week. May 2nd in Columbus. The BYU men and women's golf teams. I don't know if you heard about this. This is awesome. They both won the West Coast Conference team and individual championship Saturday at Riverside Country Club in Provo. The women repeated, beat Pepperdine again, and the men won for the second time in the last six years as a member in the league. The men's team won by three strokes over 22nd-ranked Pepperdine. So this was a banner day for uh, the Cougar golf program. Freshman Peter Quest, great last name, Quest. took first individually in the tournament for the men in a playoff, no less. Swag. He will be on the show tomorrow. And Alexandra White, she'll join us later in the show as well, plays first individually for the women. Swag. How about how about that weekend for baseball swag. and golf? Swag. swag, swag, swag. You know that Justin Bieber song? Come on, do yeah. it with me. Yeah. Swag. 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 swag, 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 Yes, man. That's I. I, I gotta. I gotta keep it going with with Nicole coming on, man. Nicole Williams, yeah, yeah the yeah, queen yeah. of swag. Is yeah, that, the queen of swag. Ashley Hatch made her debut in the National Women's Soccer League for the North Carolina Courage in a one to zero win against Portland Thorns FC. Very cool. Ashley Hatch yeah. drafted second overall. Got into the game for the North Carolina Courage. Good stuff. Shout out to Ashley as she uh, continues to play professionally. There's another Cougar who hopes to be a pro pretty soon. And that nice. brings us to What's Trending. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. Brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The Jay Swag Daddy. This is NFL Draft Week. This is an exciting week for college football programs like BYU who hope to send their best into the league either in the draft and or as free agents. This applies to the Cougars in a major way because Jamal Williams and Harvey Longy are both projected to be drafted. It's been a few years since BYU had two in the draft. Likely Friday or Saturday for those two guys, and then free agent signing hopefuls like Taysom Hill, Kainakua, Andrew Idy, and company. Those will be made public around Saturday night, Sunday, uh, this week. Jamal Williams will be drafted by an NFL team. That's the exciting part. Projections have him going as high as the third round. 
He's the best running back prospect BYU's had since Luke Staley, the Doak Walker Award winner in 01, who was a seventh rounder. So maybe Jamal Williams is the best running back prospect in the NFL ever mm. from BYU at that position, right? Pete Van Valkenburg led the country in rushing 1972. Lavelle Edwards' first season as head coach. He was a fourth-round pick out of Provo. He's the only BYU running back ever taken in the first four rounds in school history. So Jamal Williams mm. could equal that or even top it. But where do you want to see Jamal Williams drafted? Which brings us to our Twitter question. What team do you want to draft Jamal Williams and why? First tweet in at CJAmerica11. My New England Patriots. The dude with America (laughs) wants the Patriots, of course. I think Jamal could be the one uh, to finally get Coach Belichick to smile. I think that's true, man. I think Gronk makes him smile and cry Yeah, at the same it's, time. it's probably like one of those like weird smiles. Like, I'm not smiling because I'm happy. <laughs> one it's of those just weird like a, smiles. I don't know what else to do except for smile at this time. So, yeah. But, uh, no, I, I agree with, with the first tweet, man. Um, that's my answer as well. Oh, the Patriots. It's the New England Patriots. Mm. Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, man, you want to play for a, a winning organization. Just an organization that can put you in a situation to win a Super Bowl ring because you do not play this game, Jerem, to get millions of dollars. No, you do that. But you play this game not to lose. You play it to win. And, and you so play to win play, the game. You play to win the game. There's no second place, no third place. Nobody remembers second place. You remember the first place championship team. Uh, and so the New England Patriots, they, they, they do that. Mm. And, and, and that's exactly what Kyle Van Noy said. Um, you know, when he was was traded, was hey, you know, keep your head up. You have an opportunity to play for a Super Bowl, and that's probably the second reason why I would say that. I mean, you and and looking at Kyle and some of the struggles that he had um, at Detroit, injuries, things like that. Uh, what what better situation to be than having your boy Ziggy? You know what I mean? Somebody, that was somebody, nice. somebody that you're familiar with. Like, man, I ran, I ran, you know, pursuit drills with this dude. We did this, and we had two crazy things with Bronco. And so now this guy has my back. Um, and and I mean, there's so many articles and reports that of of, of Kyle saying, "Hey, he really took me under his wing." And, and I think and that's, that's a big wing. Yeah, that huge, huge wing. He could take him, his wife, maybe his cousin, <laughs> you know, his neighbor. Uh, but but same thing with with uh, with Jamal, right? You know, teaching the ropes. You know, Kyle's a, a, a veteran. I would say he's proven now. You know, based off of his performance. Um, and and then you know, most importantly, man, just from a recruiting standpoint, think about all of the guys that are in the NFL right now. And it's great when recruits come along or whatever. But what happens when somebody's in the spotlight like Kyle? That's from BYU. It does more to the. Uh, BYU family and, and just the culture, right? And then obviously uh, has more opportunities for uh, the recruits. Not not only are they sending kids to the NFL, but they're playing in, in championship games, prime time, when the whole world is watching one show, which is Super Bowl. Except for Meryl Streep. <laughs> My pick is the Seattle Seahawks. My team, right? Obviously, I want Jamal Williams on the Seahawks. You're two without beast mode, okay? Thomas Rawls is a good player. And the Packers, former bruiser Eddie Lacy is now on the roster. He was added. Jamal could be a great change of back situationally. Work into it, right? I don't see Jamal getting on a team and being like the number one horse right away, which I don't want for him, actually. I want him to be able to work his way into that. He'd be good out of the backfield with the mobile Russell Wilson. The Seahawks have an improving offensive line. Uh, 
they have a guy named Alex Collins who was at Arkansas. I think he could be similar to that guy. C.J. Procise was hurt, so there'd be some good competition there. But I see Jamal Williams as a great number three on the Seahawks. Yeah. Maybe that's not what Jamal wants, but I think that'd be awesome, and it's super selfish of a pick to have my, <laughs> super, my Seahawks. It's in not, fact, it's not in selfish, all, man. This is America. You in all do reality, you do that's, you not, do. that's not the best fit for him, but I don't see it. Some fans are like, I just don't want it to be like a Jimmer Fredette situation. Not given an opportunity, not able to shine. I think Jamal Williams is going to get a shot. Oh, he, yeah. he doesn't have to play two ways, right? Uh, Jimmer was an elite scorer. Yeah. You know, defense in the league is, is difficult for a lot of guys. So uh, Jamal Williams totes the rock, man. Yeah, That's what yeah. he's going to do. He'll, it's going to be okay. Not only will he get an opportunity, I mean, he's, he's literally prepped to walk into camp and understand everything, you know, uh, schemes, personnel, because he, he ran this. Uh, he ran a pro-style – he was within a pro-style offense. Thank you, Emmer. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. And, I mean, what other running backs are, are – there's not too many other programs out there that are running pro-style offenses, right? And so you, you look at, uh, you know, schools like Alabama where, you know, no wonder why so many kids are getting drafted, offensive linemen, running backs, because they're already prepped and they they know what to do. I mean, how nice is that, dude, to just – like, if you went to another broadcast station – you know, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm just, I'm just saying this as an example. And everything was outlined from your, your day-to-day activities was very similar to this. I mean, it would be easy, right? You wouldn't have to worry about anything at yeah. all. And that's, and that's kind of the advantage that Jamal has over either, you know, some of the new guys that are coming in with him, um, but still being able to compete with the veterans, you know, right off the bat. So I, I, I think he'll have a chance easily. On Friday or Saturday, we're going to know the team. But what team do you want to draft Jamal Williams and why? Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. At Jaker Kemp, who has great taste. Seahawks! That <laughs> fan base needs a running back with spunk and would embrace everything about Jamal just as they did with Beast Mode. That's true. Th- that yeah. fan base would love Jamal Williams. What fan base won't love Jamal Williams? Yeah, but you know what, though? It's, it's a, that's a great point. Because you look at um, Beast Mode and taking out Skittles, and just his, his playful you know, type of uh, uh, his personality. And Jamal, Jamal has a is, huge personality. Jamal is just like that. I mean, yeah. we, we could understand Jamal, though, and we could see his nice pearly teeth instead of the gold teeth. You know. <laughs> and he won't just be there because he doesn't want to get fun. <laughs> At McKay underscore Allen, any, any one team except the Browns. I don't wish that franchise upon anyone. Hashtag sorry, Cleveland. Hey, not even your, <laughs> not even your worst enemy, bro? Man. <laughs> At Royal Blue Cook, the one that is going to keep him from having a Jimmer-type fate of not enough playing time to prove himself. Hashtag give the kid a chance. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that idea, yeah. which we just yeah. addressed in a moment. Keep the tweets coming. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Coming up, West Coast Conference women's golf champ Alex White brings the hardware to Studio B. But first, she is the most famous mother in Cougar sports, Nicole Williams. Jamal Williams' mom joins BYU Sports Nation next. What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Ahern Rental. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Indeed. We're simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The conversation's happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Number 21, BYU Softball will play Utah Valley on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio and the apps. The ladies are good. 
If you haven't watched the uh, 21st-ranked BYU softball team, man, they are really good. Our Twitter question today, what team do you want to draft Jamal Williams? Why? At Chase Hansen 77 The Vikings. Join at Mitch Matthews and have him run wild in the NFC North, plus facing at Ziggy Ansah twice mm. a year. Would be amazing. They, uh, yeah, they are without one Adrian Peterson. If or is he still on that roster? I'm no, I think no. I think I think he's out. He's just a free. I th- well, agent. I think he, I think he's yeah. He's exploring his options yeah. right now. So, okay, so there's yeah. a, can you, th- That's a great situation. Join yeah. Mitch Matthews. Is there going to be a better runner in the snow than Jamal Williams nope. in December and January Mm-mm. against no. Ziggy Ansah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I change my pick to the Vikings? That's unbelievable. <laughs> that, was, that was such great logic with that. I love it. Trump is your president. You could do whatever you want, Jeremy. Oh. America. Oh <laughs> Let's move on from that. She, you know, you already know her. She is the first mother of BYU sports. Yeah. She wears the blue lipstick. She's yes. decked out. She is loud Swag. and proud. Her name is Nicole Williams, and she's on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline now on BYU Sports Nation. Nicole, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being on. This is this is a very exciting week uh, for you and your family, but any, any nerves? Uh, what are you feeling as you get ready for the NFL draft with Jamal Williams? Uh, I am kind of nervous, but I'm pretty proud. I'm doing graduation first, so draft is second in our house right now, so we're getting prepared for the graduation on Thursday. That's a great point. Nice. What What is Jamal graduating in? Sociology. Sociology. Very nice. How pr- how proud are you of that part of this experience for him? That is the most important part of my life, his life right now, just to put that diploma up on the wall next to mine, of course. And, you know, I'm just so proud of him because there's not too many people that can say that they graduated and they're ready going to the draft. So, the degree was our number one concern, so I'm very, very proud of him for that degree. Yeah, that's 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 very true. I, there's some of of my teammates and, and even some some of my friends that are in the NFL now and still kind of you know sad or mad, frustrated. They got to go back, you know, taking one one class every semester, <laughs> you know, on, right. online. So to get it out is a good feeling. But N- Nicole, how was that conversation with with Jamal growing up? Uh, every time my mom had that conversation with me, you know, school first, um, get your degree, football isn't going to be forever. I always rolled my eyes, and then she popped me in the back of my head. But <laughs> how, is, how is that with, with Jamal growing up? Oh, my God. Did, did Jamal tell you that? Oh, no, 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 no. He, he didn't well, tell me that. That that was my experience, you know, growing up. Oh, with, with oh, okay. Yeah. Well, me and your mom was on the same page. <laughs> Oh, and then yeah. he started wearing a helmet just so it wouldn't hurt as much? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, because I think that's why. So he started wearing a helmet around the house because he knew I was going to stuff him on the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Our Twitter question today, Nicole, is this. What team do you want to draft Jamal Williams and why? Did you grow up with a favorite team? Do you have a preference at this point? No, I didn't grow up with a favorite team because I always knew Jamal was going to make it, so I didn't want to have a favorite team and then be disappointed. So (laughs) it's funny because Jamal's favorite team is the Rams, so I don't know what he's going to do with all this Rams gear that he has. (laughs) And my dad and my 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 brother are the Cowboys. 
uh, Jamal is, I mean, Jayla's the Patriot. Nice. So, like I said, so it's not going to break my heart. I just want him to go to a team that believes in him, that's going to give him the opportunity to go out and do what he does best. And, and their offense is the type of offense that he can uh, thrive in to play for the next 10, hopefully 15 years with the same team. So we're just shooting for 10. But whatever team just lets him be himself, that's the team that's going to get the most out of him. Do you have a geographic preference? Because you were huge on showing up to games for Jamal Williams. I imagine you're hoping to go to as many games as you can of his in the NFL as well. Oh, of course. Well, now he can pay for me to go. To <laughs> <laughs> I right. should not miss any games. <laughs> so true. So, no preference. I mean, I just hope I'm not in the cold, cold, but... You know, I, I really don't have a preference. I just, I just want, I always want whatever is the best for Jamal. Nicole, the I'm, best I'm, thing for him. I'm, I'm sure he probably feels the same way. You know, would would love to go to his favorite team, the Rams. But at the end of the day, just getting drafted is a blessing within itself. Um, but but exactly. what what have some of uh, the conversations that you had with with Jamal's agent and some of those teams that are um, a little bit more interested uh, in him? I know sometimes when there is a high interest level, teams will fly out a player for personal meetings and, and personal workouts. Has any of that went on so far with Jamal? Um, yes, it started with uh, the Senior Bowl, so he's had all kinds of interviews, and then at the Combine, and then at the Pro Day, um, the Jets came out, uh, he had interviews with the Patriots, um, he went and visited the Vikings, the Broncos, so I mean, he's in a good situation that it is unfortunately a, a big running back class, Um which is one of the best running back class, but that's good too because he's in the top five most of uh, most of the things that I've read in his agent. So right now, I think you know the Colts, the Packers, the Vikings, the Broncos, the Eagles. So there's a lot of teams out there that need his type of back. So they explained to me. So he's a big third down back. So he's not the little Christian McCaffrey um, or um, the other little backs. He's he's with the Fournette. So they consider him a big back. So the teams that need a big back. So they keep, you know, they have to you know, ask a million questions. <laughs> yep. So those are the, so, you know, there's like, well, you know, if the team takes this because that's the type of back they need. So, so I think, you know, like I said, the Packers, the Colts, the Vikings, the Texans, the Eagles. So there's a, a couple of teams out there. So, you know, they just told me a lot of things go on behind that closed door. Of course, I want to be behind a closed door. but <laughs> you know. So, you know, I, that's why I'm just keeping my focus on this graduation because I've been watching all these 30 on 30 uh, clips, especially uh, with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. His, when he was sitting there and everybody got drafted before him. So, you know, that's like, you know, Jamal's like, Mom, is not that serious. I'm going to just play video games. And when they call me, then they call me. I was like, okay, so I guess we're all going to be at home playing video games. <laughs> He's not even going to be watching the draft. He'll be playing video games? Playing games. Yeah, 
Yeah, he wants to play video games. So I, that's what I said. He was like, you know, they'll call me on my phone, and then I'll put the game on pause and answer it, and then I'll tell you guys who it is. Is this a situation, Nicole, where you're like, nobody call during the draft? No calling, no texting. So that we know we're just going to answer that phone, and it's going to be from a number we probably don't have, right? <laughs> calling all weekend just to make sure they have the right telephone number. So, of course, I'm, yesterday we went to church, and, you know, I'm like, okay, Jamal, this, when we go to church next week, you'll be having your own job, and you'll be playing for some team. Very exciting, and we're all excited for Jamal. He could do something unprecedented, uh, you know, with BYU football and running back draft picks. So, very excited about that. We appreciate the time, Nicole. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, and I guess I'll see you guys on Thursday. I wish I can walk across the stage with them, but they won't let me. So. Yeah, I'm, and I'm sure you asked. Nicole, we appreciate the time. <laughs> Thank you. Nicole Williams on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. So there are a lot of teams. We knew yeah. there was interest in Jamal, yeah. but when, when Mama says all the teams there. Yeah, you know well, real. I mean, that was specifically towards – you know, like personal meetings and personal calls, yes. way different than, you know, the combine and anything else. Yes, more on that coming up. But first, more of your tweets. Keep the hashtag BYUSN in your tweets. Where do, what team do you want to draft Jamal Williams? But first, the champ of the WCC. She brought the hardware, Alexandra White from BYU Women's Golf. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Tecano's Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary. Why am I hungry right now? Welcome back, Jerem Jordan, Brian Logan, and Radio Vision live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. We're also on demand anytime, anywhere. Yes, BYU baseball will play San Francisco at Miller Park on Thursday and Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio and all the BYU apps. Absolutely. And you can download the app and listen to or watch Jamal Williams' mother, Nicole, from a few moments ago telling us some of the teams that have yeah. contacted some, them. I mean, a lot of the teams. Should we list that a little bit? Yeah, uh, I might miss some here, but Jets, Patriots, Vikings, Broncos, Packers, Colts, Texans, Eagles. I didn't hear Seahawks, so I was a little disappointed. Yeah, there, no, no. I heard the Patriots. I didn't though. hear Raiders either or Rams. Yeah. I mean, she may have not listed every one of them, yeah, but she, there is serious interest for. She probably did. I mean, I like how she broke it down, though, as far as what type of uh, you know teams are, are looking for him based off his style. Yes. And, and that means the, the Seahawks are not going to bring him in. Yeah. Because so. they have a couple. Unfortunate for you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU baseball took two of three from number 26, San Diego, over the weekend. The Cougars came back to win both games late. The Cougars knocked San Diego out of first place and uh, did something unprecedented in school history. Beat San Diego in San Diego and took the series. So congratulations to the Batcats. The men's volleyball team got into the NCAA tournament. Uh, the Cougars are 24 and 4, tied for the MPSF title. Lost to Hawaii uh, in the semifinals. The Cougars are a three seed and will play six seed Barton, the conference Carolina's champion, next Tuesday, May 2nd, which is my birthday, in Columbus, Ohio. And the BYU men and women's golf teams won the West Coast Conference team and individual championship Saturday at Riverside Country Club just down the street here in Provo. Nice. The women repeated, beating Pepperdine, who had won like 14,000 championships in a row. 
14,000. Alexandra White <laughs> won the individual title. We will talk to her in just a moment. The men's team won for the second time in the last six years as members of the league. Freshman Peter Quest was the medalist in a playoff on the men's side. So congratulations to them. And with that, we bring in the best golfer in the West Coast Conference on the women's side, Alexandra White. Congratulations and welcome to the show. Thank you. What, what was it like to compete uh, yet again against Pepperdine, but bring home the title again against Waves? There's kind of this rivalry, right? A little, a little, just a little bitterness. It's hard <laughs> to lose 14 times in a row, right? Yeah. But uh, it's good to bring it home again, and it's good to win at home for sure. So, I mean, when you're going up against a, an opponent like that, that you have that bitterness, right? Because, you know, I play football, and TCU, which, you know, you, you started at, um, was like that for me. It was, it's weird because it wasn't Utah, which is our rival, it was TCU, and, and I would train harder that week. I mean, watch more film. Is there anything that, that, that you did to prepare for this bitter, you know, matchup and rivalry? You know, to be honest, um, my biggest competitor is myself. Mm. So I'm out there trying to beat myself every day, and – um, honestly, old man par. I want to be old man par every time. Old so, man par. If I, I beat that. old man par, I'm going to beat Pepperdine. He is an old man. And he is seasoned, <laughs> and he's a veteran. Tell us about some of the hardware you brought in here. I know we got the uh, team trophy over here, which looks great. Yeah. Looks great. Yeah. Uh, well, we've just got the team trophy and my individual one. Um, they're both pretty nice. This one, Had them this buckled one. in the car today. Yeah, hey, safety <laughs> yes. first, Just right? Just in case, exactly. of Utah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't crack those. Yeah, that's awesome. So you win the team championship, and you just talked about it, and that, that was awesome. And I think you guys won by, what, 11 or 13 strokes or something? Um, yeah, it was fantastic. Let's see, 11 strokes, okay? Then you uh, won the individual title. You were the medalist. And you were competing against your own teammates, essentially, for that. What, what kind of dynamic does that create? as opposed to playing someone from another team? To be honest, um, my teammates are, they're all the most amazing competitors. Um, I have to work every day. I have to work harder every day just to be able to compete against them. I know that uh, they're going to bring their best. Uh, My team outworks our competitors on a daily basis. And so, um, no, I didn't know that I was really competing. I didn't know that I was in the lead. I didn't know that I was going to be competing against my teammates that close at the end. Um, I actually watched it all unfold at the very end, and uh, we celebrated a little bit too early. We celebrated. <laughs> really? And then Rose came in. So everyone was like, Alex, you won. And then uh, Kendra came in, and they're like, okay, if Kendra two putts, you're tied. Ooh. But then she two putted, and then they were like, oh, wait, but she bogeyed on 16, so you're good. And then, so then, so then we celebrated. We were all going crazy, and it was awesome. Fist pumping. Coach almost beat me up, and then uh, she was so excited. And then, um, and then Rose came in, and they're like, "Oh wait, if Rose makes this putt, you're tied. You're going to the playoffs." Who's giving all, you, all this <laughs> false information to you? So, so then I was. I had to prepare for another playoff mentally. Uh, she barely missed the putt, um, but honestly, every day I'm competing against my teammates, and we just we're always working hard. Uh, they push me to be a better golfer and to be a better person every day. You know, you, you hear that a lot. I heard that on, on my recruiting trip that, you know, your your teammates will help you out, even though you're competing with them. Um, at, at first, I didn't really believe it, but hearing it from, uh, you know, other other sports and other athletes, it's it's true, man. And I think that's just the unique advantage you get as an athlete being here in an environment and culture, you know, like this. Um, but with that being said, what happens after you win, right, and you – 
you know, carry that thing around. You have a nice little rag to, you know, wipe out the fingerprints. <laughs> How hard is it to stay humble? Uh, actually, it's not hard at all. Um, <laughs> you know, to me, knowing my team and knowing myself, it was kind of a – we won, but we were expected to win. And, uh, you know, we weren't leading after the first day, and we really had to come back after that. Um, but looking forward, we know, I mean, looking back last year, we won conference, and then we went to regionals, scraped by, got into nationals, um, didn't perform our best at nationals. I mean, uh, so it's very easy to stay humble. It's very easy to realize that, yes, we won conference, but we're looking forward, you know. Um, it's great to play at a higher level, and we want to play at an even higher level. And I don't mean on a bigger stage. We want to play at a higher level. So we want to go, and we don't just want to compete. We want to win. And so looking forward, we're just here. We're finishing finals week, and then we're going to get back to work because we know that we want to win regionals. We want to win nationals. We want to be the best. And so we work hard for a reason. We work hard for a purpose, and that's our purpose. Um, We have this thing on our team. We call it, we say, win the day. Every Mm -hmm. day you get better. Uh, even just a little bit better every single day. So knowing that we've been here, we've done that, we want to get better. But we want to we want to be the best, not just get better. So um, looking forward, that's our purpose. You know, we recognize that we won, but it was kind of, in my opinion, for us, we could have played better. We could have performed better, all of us. Um, to me, I played steady. I don't want to be over par and win a tournament. I want to be under par. Like I said, that's my competitor. Um, and knowing that at regionals and at nationals, it's a higher level, not just a bigger stage. And so that's what we want to get to. Well said. I got, I got to stand up and yeah, give yeah, a yeah, motivation yeah, for that yeah. one, man. Motivational speaker. Man, man I'm, re- I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Put, give me Is a helmet or, here or something. Is White? <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's here? Alex White from the women's golf team. She's the medalist. She won the individual West Coast Conference Championship. The team won as well. She's on BYU Sports Nation. That's awesome what you said because a lot of times, yeah, you are the most competition for yourself, right? Yeah. So now you have uh, NCAA regionals. I guess you have fun. So, so what's top of mind right now more, NCAA regionals next week or your finals that you need to take? <laughs> uh, regionals. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a fair answer. Yes, great answer. Yeah, what's your, what's your hardest and your easiest final? Oof. You're uh, a senior. This is it, right? Yeah, yeah, but this has been a tough semester for me. Uh, so sociology 307 is my hardest. Uh, oh, and it's funny because it's a take-home one, too. It's just it's killing me. Um, <laughs> My easiest? That's hard. My easiest is finish, actually. I took a finish. Yeah, I took a career strategies class nice. and it was just an interview. I did an interview, wrote a paper, easy. So <laughs> yeah. Wait, for you said finish? I'm finished with the class. I'm done. Oh, you're finished. I thought you meant like finish like Finland, the language. Oh. I was like, that's hard. <laughs> finish? Yeah. No. So you're almost done. That's great. Yeah. What, what dynamic did that create on this team of having a couple of seniors? You guys have built up to kind of yeah. last year and this year. This team seems like it's pretty special in the history of BYU women's golf. Uh, uh, you know, it's definitely special. Um, man. It's crazy to think that I'm a senior. It's crazy to think that Lauren and Brooklyn are graduating. And Annie Yang, she redshirted this year, but she's been with me the whole time. Uh, it's crazy. We're losing four, four, well, I guess three golfers, and it's going to be a completely different team. But bottom line is that Coach has created an atmosphere. So the team isn't going to change that much. Uh, she's created an atmosphere where we work hard and we work for a purpose, you know. And so um, it's sad 
to see us to see it kind of end for me and to see us all move on but at the same time it's exciting because we know that we've built something here uh something that's going to last so what are some of your goals um after BYU Oh, I'm going LPGA all the way. Hey. Yeah. Which I don't think BYU has a player on the LPGA Tour currently. Is that no, correct? I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. So it would be nice to add that, right? Yeah. Nice. And we could uh, mention your scores on the show. Yeah. We've got um, our uh, senior from last year, Leah Garner. She's out there competing. She's not on the LPGA yet, but she's, she's competing. She's a professional. So Is there like yeah. a web.com tour for the women? There is. So there's called? a couple of levels. There's Cactus Tour and then there's Symmetra Tour. That's the bigger one. That's kind of the web.com for tour. women. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll have to pay nice. attention to that. NCAA regionals coming up next week. What will be the key to do what you guys did last year, which is go to the NCAA championships and cause a little ruckus with Sunday play there? <laughs> well, uh, like I said, we're not just going. We're going to go and we're going to compete. And we're going to go and compete to win. And that's the key is that we have that goal in mind. We know what we're working for. We know what we want. It's about having purpose behind what we're doing. And that's what it is. Mm. Awesome. If you missed this interview, rewind it. Go back yeah. and listen to Alex White. Very exciting stuff. You're feeling sad, depressed, whatever. Yeah. This will, this will listen to this game. interview. So raise your game. <laughs> Alex, we appreciate the time. Also, uh, we want you to sign our uh, Stretch Y flag here in the back. Oh. Uh, we have champions. Sign this flag. Yes. Some haven't exactly been champions. They've been champions of the heart. <laughs> but you're an actual champion as well. Alex White, women's golf. Congratulations on the uh, championship individually and with the team. That's awesome. Uh, the regional's coming up next week. When do you guys find out where you play, by the way? Um, I don't know. She doesn't know. We'll get back to you. Yeah. (laughs) Probably later this week or early next week. Uh, What team do you want to draft Jamal Williams and why? That's our Twitter question today at CL underscore living. Kansas City Chiefs. I can hear Jason Shepard whooping right now. (laughs) Reed Fitzsorenson's defense and Jamal Fence together for the why. That would be awesome. Coming up, more of your tweets. What team do you want to draft Jamal Williams and why? I say the Seahawks. Brian says the Patriots. What do you think? Use the hashtag BYUSN. I'm changing mine to Vegas now. To the Raiders? Yeah, to the Raiders. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jerem Jordan and B-Lo, Brian Logan, live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV or the app at 6 Eastern time. Number 21, BYU Softball will play Utah Valley in Provo on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio, as well as the BYU apps. And they're free. Download them today. Our Twitter question, what team do you want to draft Jamal Williams and why? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Keep those tweets coming. Now, the West Coast Conference Championship trophy was just taken. I feel like the set's not the same. Yeah. We had that trophy on. Empty, right? Empty is a great description. Yeah. We had this powerful symbol of champions on, and now it's gone. Yeah, I mean, just like can we can we have Alex bring it back? The you know like Alex bring it. Hey, bring the trophy back, bro. The way she was looking at me, like she was looking, she was looking at my she soul. Was in the zone, man. She was looking at my soul, bro. Like she didn't I come down from Saturday. It was like Doctor Strange. I literally felt her like <laughs> looking at my like at my soul, like speaking to my soul, and it like got enrooted into my bones. Are man. you saying she's an Asian male? I'm playing a female I'm in sa- a Marvel movie. I'm saying she's a great motivator no. without even knowing that she was motivating she was very <laughs> motivating and this this women's golf team is a special group so congratulations well you them. know I th- dude like you can see like the like the bitterness you could feel the vibe of you know last year and, i would like, call it up short. intensity yeah yeah oh it was like positive it was it's definitely motivating po- it's definitely positive emotion. but but you can i mean you can kind of sense and feel 
you know, kind of the letdown of last year and well, two years ago because they well, yeah, won yeah, last year, yeah, two two years ago, and how you had how she has like just those piercing eyes, those goals, like like it's gonna it's gonna happen. That's what it's gonna be. That's done. what got BYU women's golf to where they were. I think that kind of attitude, yeah. right? Which is awesome. What team do you want to draft Jamal Williams and why? That's our Twitter question. Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. I would like to see a Twitter machine at some point in the future. Spencer started saying that one day. It stuck. <laughs> Mr. Underscore Flintstone 94. No particular team. Just somewhere with a good offensive line and playing time that's not the Browns. Please, not wow. the Browns. Please. <laughs> Man, the, the Browns. No, I, I agree that's with that, funny. I guess. Uh, at Twiggerstone, Patriots. Never hurts to uh, get another Super Bowl winner in the group. Any team that will let him play. I think Jamal Williams is going to make teams make him let him play. Yeah. I think he's too good. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know that he's in every down back initially on a team that probably has a starter. In fact, I would like that because that means he's on a decent team. Yeah. yeah if he's on like if he was on the Browns, he might be the starter or something, you know, who knows? Um I wouldn't want that. At <laughs> D uh, Wally, Wally. Wally, Wally Life. I don't Wally. know how to say it. Chargers, Raiders, Patriots, or Packers. That's it. All needed <laughs> running back and have interest in Jamal. I personally prefer the Pats or the Packers. Eddie Lacy gone from the Packers, mm-hmm. so there's an opening there. Uh, Patriots, a popular choice so far. It just makes sense, man. I mean, to, to win a Super Bowl, you know, it's like go to Brigham, you, you know, go to a bowl game. You know, go, <laughs> go to New England. Just, I remember the first the time you said that again in the kickoff. Go to Brigham. Come to Brigham. Go to a bowl go game. Bowl game, man. That's like should like, be the number a, one recruiting new theme. Oh yeah, let's, exactly. Let's maybe aim above just a bowl <laughs> game, but yeah, I get what you're bowl saying. Bowl game, man. At Cool Cougar Raiders, I'd love to only have to drive a few hours to see him play Raiders. See, that's and that's that's what I said, man. Okay. I mean, obviously, it's Vegas. It's Vegas. Vegas is fun, um, and it's cool to only be a couple hour drive away. And, LA and Salt Lake. Yeah. For right. Yep. BYU fans. Yep, and I'd have a place to stay with Jamal because I'd stay at his house. <laughs> <laughs> That's that'd your be, reason for the Raiders? Be perfect. It'd be perfect, man. At BYU Pinoy. 49ers because, one, I'm selfish. Two, they need better depth at running back. That's for sure. Three, Doman was the last Cougar drafted by the 49ers. Four, I'm selfish. Mm. <laughs> and at McMinn 5, the boss here, Michael Miner, he said, picture this, at J Swag Daddy. And it's, it's uh, is that Jerry Rice, I, I believe, being taken off? On uh, the shoulders of his teammates from a game. <laughs> Picture this. That does look good. I think yeah. Jamal Williams would look good in a 49ers unit. Yeah, see, He's good. Listen. I'm a Niners fan, too, man. But I, from the Bay Area. Yeah, but I just don't like what's going on with the organization, you know, at, at, at the top level. Maybe there's, so, maybe there's a man who could lift them above the fray. I don't know, dude. I mean, and his like, name is Jamal Williams. What they did to Harbaugh, I don't, like, I just don't understand. Like, yeah. you ruined it! I don't, I'm sorry. And then they hired a, a high school gym You ruined it! Why yeah. would you mess something up? So that was so nice. At least, you know what I like? At least you bring the passion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you know, I wouldn't want that to happen to to Jamal because I, I, I like I understand and hear from friends that are in situations, and I played you know football like when, you played Steph, football. If Steph, yeah, a little bit, a little For time who? ago. Little, it was just one Here? school with this Y. Looks like the Yahoo logo at BYU. Yeah, it looks blue, like the Yahoo. It looks <laughs> like <laughs> Yale, <laughs> but it's blue though. Is that yeah. Yale or BYU? Yeah, but no. When when you have you know issues at the top level, um, where either they are their hands are in the in the 
in the mix too much or they're kind of just kind of run like a dictatorship, it's not fun, man. It spreads throughout. Coaches can't coach. They can't put the right players in. I mean, all these politics occur. And then, that, then, then, then the game stops being fun, and now you're really there to collect a paycheck. Riddle me this. Do you want a great fit for Jamal Williams where he maybe has a little less playing time? Or would you – Rather have a bad fit where he gets a lot of run. No, good fit, man. Okay. Good fit. Because, it seems obvious, but PT may equal another opportunity somewhere else, or something. You know what I mean? In I the mean, that, that's 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 true. But at the same time, if if he's going to a good team, means he's going to a great or a good organization, which means they have good coaches, and so they can develop him. Mm-hmm. I would be I would be okay with de- like sitting back, getting little play time, but I'm getting developed, and I'm getting I'm getting coached by the best coaches or top-tier coaches, and I'm learning best practices within the NFL as a young player, right? Because every level, this always happens. High school kids who thinks, you know, they are the bum diggity, right? Prom king, all that stuff. They get there and they're like, oh, everybody has big boy pants on. Yeah, welcome. Same thing happens at the next level, right? And so how do you overcome that? And and, and it's it's sad. It, well, I shouldn't say it's sad, but... You know, there's a reason why a lot of five-star kids come in and then they don't they don't play. Like, obviously, one, not everybody can play, but two, some people figure it out. And going to a team with a winning structure um, that knows how to develop players will help you figure it out. So if there is a time where he's on the bubble uh, because of lack of playtime, as he goes and competes uh, maybe for other, other teams, he has that experience, right? And he has a well-rounded, you know, coach or program that, that, could, that, that kind of helped him out. There's a little so. bit of fear on my end that he's so good that someone's going to – he's really good, right? One of the top five, yeah. eight running backs in the draft, right? That a bad team with a need could pick him up, right? He'd get a lot of PT, but, yeah, you hope for a good fit. But the thing that we know fits – and is going to happen, is that BYU is going to play Portland State coming up. Countdown to the Viking. 124. <laughs> I wish you got into that a little more. <laughs> Dude, it was like the Niners pumped me up. I mean, you know, like just the amazing motivation yeah. speech we had. From Alex White. You know, and then Damn. this with Jamal. And yeah, I'm just, it's an exciting I'm just week. excited, man. It's an exciting week. For the NFL draft, it's been a while since BYU's had two picks in the draft. Yeah. Taysom Hill's going to sign with the team, you'd think. Yeah. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to happen. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's gonna, let's, let's just speak it into existence right now. Taysom Hill. Like Alex White. Sign. Yeah. No, no, he would. You, you don't think Taysom will? No, he would. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll Come on, man. Like, don't, don't ask me that question. You know that question. Best quarterback Come in the on. universe. Is that Come what you on, dude. Him? The universe. Come to Brigham, go to a bowl game, and Taysom Hill. Best, best player in best the universe. Pl- you didn't say quarterback. You said player, player in the universe, man. How about that? One of the best athletes. Coming up, lacrosse takes down the Utes. Jonathan Tavernari is playing in Italy. And Michael Rucker comes out of the pen in the, in the minors. Niners. It's all in the Cougar <laughs> Web round. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com. For help when you need it most. Thanks to our guest today, Nicole Williams, Jamal's mother, and golfer Alex White, who brought the heat of motivation into Studio B. If you missed any of today's show, you can download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Future guests include former BYU running back draft pick Fui Vakapuna, freshman golfer and medalist at the WCC Men's Championships, uh, Peter Quest, and NFL draft insider Eric Gauco of Optimum Scouting. Scouting? Scouting, Scouting, that's right. Let's whip it. 
It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Baseball. Cougars took two of three from number 26 San Diego over the weekend. The Cougars came back late to win both games, 9-8 Friday in 10 innings and 12-8 Saturday. Cougars knocked San Diego out of first place in the conference and won for the first time in San Diego. Volleyball. The men's team received an at-large bid to the NCAA tournament next week at Ohio State. The Cougars are the three seed. They'll play Conference Carolina's champ Barton on Tuesday, May 2nd in Columbus, Ohio. The winner plays two seed Long Beach State. Golf. The Cougar men and women's golf teams both won the West Coast Conference team and individual championship Saturday at Riverside Country Club in Provo. The women repeated and the men won for the second time in the last six years as a member of the league. Freshman Peter Quest took first individually in the tournament for the men, and Alexandra White placed first individually for the women. Soccer. Ashley Hatch made her debut in the National Women's Soccer League for the North Carolina Courage in a 1-0 win against Portland Thorns FC. Tennis. The women's team lost at Santa Clara 4-1 Friday, but won 4-2 on Saturday at San Francisco. They are back in action today at St. Mary's to wrap up conference play. Cougars overseas. Johnson Tavernari had 15 points, 5 rebounds, and an assist in a win over the weekend. Tyler Haas had 7 points in a win. Trent Playstead had 9 points, 3 rebounds, also in a win this week. Cougars in the minors. Michael Rucker pitched one inning over the weekend and struck out all three batters for the South Bend Cubs, the Chicago Cubs single A club. Lacrosse. Brigham beat Utah 14-8 in the regular season finale. BYU will face Utah again Friday 6 Eastern in the semifinals of the Rocky Mountain Lacrosse Conference in Colorado. The playoffs, baby. Nice. Today's Ride and Shouts brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. I said we give it to baseball and men and women's golf yeah. for their fantastic Done. performances over the weekend. Done. I agree. I agree with that. They rose up, man. That's what you got to do. Rise and shout. The Cougars are out, baby. Mm-hmm. The Elite Tweet of the Day at CJ America 11. My New England Patriots, in reference to what team do you want to draft Jamal Williams and why? I think Jamal could be one to finally get Coach Belichick to smile. smile. <laughs> smile. <laughs> yes, I, I agree with that. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. The show is on demand on BYUSN.com. You want to throw out the football? Normally I do that. You want to throw I need it? to warm up a little bit. Really? You're not warmed up? One circle, two circle, three circle. All right, who am I hitting? Right you! Yeah. For Brian, I'm Jerry. Shout out to Rachel Nuren. We'll work on the catch part next time. UA Sports Nation's back at it tomorrow at noon Eastern time. I hit like the side of that. Yeah, watch the camera. Come out of your check. What? Jamal.